0: All right, so welcome to Bonehead. Really quick, before we get started, uh, well, two things. Uh, one, welcome, James is back, live from oh, uh, um,
1: Texarkana.
0: Texarkana, Texas, and back in 48 hours, hours, yeah, or 28, I don't remember the actual time.
1: They are thirsty in Atlanta.
0: And there's beer in Texarkana.
1: There is. And they'll get
0: it back, no matter what it takes.
1: I saw some earlier, and I said, yes, they need that in Texarkana.
0: Smoking the Bandit. In the South, according to Billy Bob Thornton, that's a documentary. Yeah.
2: <laughs> anyway. Ya, go ahead. Sally Field's the only one left alive, right? No, uh, little Enos. Oh yeah, little Enos. And you and, and to, Daddy can I have some hush puppies. He's probably still
0: He may be still alive, yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: We'll look that up
0: really quick two two shout outs and we probably should do and I don't I actually hate the phrase shout out
2: oh and I have a correction but go what? ahead
0: well first Pam get better I know you've been in the hospital I'm glad to see that you're out thank you so much for supporting the show but in this case get some rest and uh, whatever you do, don't listen or watch us we do not want to make you sicker and second I want to say hi to Chris who said hi to me today outside the Inner Geek because we were walking He's a, he's a bonehead person. He enjoys the show. We met, met at Comic-Con. And he loved the Vincent Price episodes, James.
1: And that's the of excellent taste.
0: Yeah, he has excellent. Well, he had me up until he said I really liked Bonehead. And then I started questioning his taste.
1: Well, maybe he's supporting local. Let's, let's hope he's supporting local. And
0: one last thing may the fourth be with you. We're doing this on the fourth. It actually will be released on the fifth. This is really close. We don't usually do them this close. But We've some. Done a few. Mighty few. Yeah. <laughs> Less than five. But... Didn't we do that to Haley a lot? Not this close. Not oh, the okay. next day. Uh, she no, would get no, bitchy. No, no. Remember? <laughs>
1: don't, don't Miss HR. you, Haley. What'd you say, James? <laughs> Normally it was a three or four day
0: turnaround. I uh, usually, yeah. Or we had them done several weeks ahead. We've, yeah, we're getting off topic. What is your correction?
2: So, uh, my correction on the sports movie episode, I mentioned that Alex English played on the Boston Celtics. I got confused. He actually was a, um, a member of the Denver Nuggets. What? Yeah. How
1: can
2: you get that wrong? I am furious. I am furious. I, I, I just gonna, cannot get I'm over myself. Off. I'm, not, I'm not gonna get up.
0: No, he's not getting
2: up. All those people writing us letters. We get letters. No, no one we get letters.
0: letters. <laughs> we get stacks and stacks and stacks of letters.
2: Joe, Ooh. what's on the fax machine today? <laughs> Nothing. I <laughs> ah!
1: have a fax machine. What was on
2: the fax machine yesterday? We Nothing.
1: We might get letters if it wasn't for that pesky FBI protection program that we're all in.
0: <laughs>
1: and speaking of FBI... Have,
0: and you know what really makes it hard for my FBI people... Me getting on stage to do comic cons and scarefests and whatnot. Same for the other two of you. <laughs> That'd be a really stupid gig, wouldn't yeah. it? I'm see. Uh, in another life, I was real thin and liked <laughs> we're, sports.
1: <laughs> we're going. We're going undercover, uh, and so luckily, um, we're we're, uh, we're we're being hidden as geeks. But yes, like Joe said, in reality, I was a billionaire playboy.
0: Anyway, what's our subject today?
2: To quote the Great Ice Tea, <laughs> which one?
1: Wait, Lady Justice.
2: No, that's not Ice Tea. <laughs> Neil Gaiman's Lady now, Justice. We are talking cop movies, gentlemen. Police procedurals! Procedurals. I don't know. I just yeah. want to do that face. <laughs> <laughs> if you're
0: listening, it makes no sense. I right. So go over to the YouTube. And, and subscribe. I am listening,
1: and it makes no sense. Yeah, that yeah, James can't
0: see us. We haven't figured all that out on the OBS software yet. So sorry about
2: that. Are we really? <laughs> great for me. <laughs> yeah, James is looking at himself right <laughs> yeah, now in heaven. It's true, James. He's in heaven. It's taking all of his He's strength not to just whip out a mushroom slap across the monitor. <laughs> His own mushroom slab? Yeah, sled? his own he's... No. You
0: no, can tie I, it in uh... a boat. <laughs>
1: and toss it to and fro. I am, I am what my mother used to call plug ugly as she would throw a chicken there. <laughs> I That's
2: almost it. spit out my delicious bottled drink by the way sorry listeners have you after hearing that slam onto wood (laughs) of diet cola yes
0: my star wars mug like i said may the fourth be with you i have a darth vader mug and i am wearing my star wars wasn't that tea at one point it was tea before this i needed a pick me up i've been killing snakes and putting in dishwashers all day sir huh if you know me i'm terrified of snakes Uh, and dishwashers
1: if if you're a big fan of snakes you can send your hate
0: mail to... Jared Greer, who is a big fan of snakes.
1: I was going to say St. Patrick. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to start, Joe is way behind on the snake-killing trip. <laughs>
0: Absolutely. So, anyway, right along, we're doing cop movies, police movies. Yeah. So, uh, this was Chad's idea?
2: Yeah, I think so. I'll take credit for it. Why not? Or was it Christie's the other day when she was spouting out things? I don't know. I'm going to take credit for it. It doesn't matter.
0: It. it was a good idea because I don't... I. When I started thinking about it, I, and this happens often, yeah. you say something and then you start thinking about it. Well, what are your favorite ones? In Germany, Christmas.
2: Yeah, there's
0: a lot of good movies about police
2: people. Yes, when you talk about police, the police people, people, it is definitely coming this fall a, on Fox.
1: And we're gonna we're clarifying this very quickly, right? Because I asked this question. We are not doing private detectives.
0: No, no, that's a whole other show, which I've added to the board. And I, we will probably do it maybe before the summer's out. I don't know. It depends on what happens. But I then then I can get into film noir. Yeah. I left a lot of things off because we're not doing private detectives. Because we are doing yeah. just police movies or movies around cops. Right. And we're just doing movies. Uh, we're actually going to do a whole other episode on television shows. There may very well be more TV than there is movies. Right. And oh, yeah. there there's a bunch of good ones. Uh, and there's a lot of bad ones.
2: Yep.
0: Right. So what we do, if you listen and watch, is that we pick our few favorites and we could do multiple episodes on police movies. Don't right. you think, gentlemen? Oh yeah,
2: that's what I'm saying. It was hard when I was putting this list together. I'm like, I actually mine my list is a three piece process of one that's a lot um, of a lot of people will consider of the breast, terrible.
0: The thigh. And then the leg or the wing, depending <laughs> you know. on his mood.
1: One like, or if people... you can pay the seventy-five cents up charge. two breasts.
2: I yeah. always like two breasts or three yeah. if I'm
0: watching Total Recall.
2: Um, but one one that's a lot of people are gonna. There's a Paul Verhoeven fan out there yeah. right now. The woo. Yeah, but one that <laughs> a lot of people are gonna <laughs> not Verhoeven. like, but I like personally. Yeah. Um, one that's a, a that was a big hit. That's one of my personal favorites of all time. And then one that's honestly people don't really know talk about this not out, that's out there that people may not have seen okay Um but uh, in that process I had to really lose a lot of films that I love that involve police Did, slash cops and I guess we'll talk
0: about some of the bigger ones at the end because some of them like one of them in particular may very well be the best movie of the 80s but it's not on my list yeah And I don't want to take it away in case one of you... Because once again, if you're watching or listening to the show, we don't tell each other what we're about to talk about. Although, Chad was cheating when he came in earlier and read my list. As I was typing it out before the show. Shake your head, James. Shake your head in disgust. By the way, when are you going to begin back in Kentucky so I don't have to do this horse shit?
1: Well, I mean... If Kentucky paid me more money, no, I'll be back. No, about-
0: I mean for the summer. I've already given up on you moving back.
1: No, well, Apparently be- the whole
0: family has too, or is that too dark? <laughs>
1: I mean, I don't know. I called earlier and Dana's boyfriend seems to be okay with it. So.
0: uh, no. Uh- Who's that asshole? I was there earlier.
2: <laughs> the mailman, well, who- one of three garbage, is- garbage men. That woman is insatiable. Because you know, garbage man, they don't do it solo. They're a team. I'm making an assumption that your wife <laughs> realized. Well, you gotta get, you have, to have you have to have
0: a guy watching traffic. Yeah, yeah, you have to have the what driver washer. You have to have the driver, the traffic washer. Did I say the traffic, traffic washer? washer? You gotta have a guy watching traffic, Chad. You mean during the garbage? No. <laughs> Our home Not county I mean. is wasting taxpayer dollars. <laughs> you gotta have a guy watching the traffic. So yeah, I'm making an no, assumption your weeks. wife two doesn't weeks. listen. About or... Two
1: more weeks. Uh, I will oh. return to Lexington. I, I assume uh, the mayor is already getting a party ready for that. I assume there'll be a parade uh, in two weeks. Okay, two weeks. That sounds good. So May 19th, I should I should um, clear the moorings, dock at the station, do other space term things. By
0: the way, I f- I moved my boat and forgot it was behind me and nailed it nice. with my truck.
2: How's the truck?
1: I, by the way, I didn't hurt either, boat. but I
0: put a scratch on the boat. I knocked it three feet.
1: <laughs> I heard you say moat instead of boat, and I was like, when did you put in a moat? It's getting thought, that way, man,
0: with the prep, rain. and prep for you rain. coming over here. Yeah, basically. So I do have a quick question. I know I know this mine does listen sometimes. Do either one of your wives listen or watch? I'm assuming no. No. Um no, I you know,
1: I think my father in law
0: yeah, your father in law, I would, I would imagine, does, but your wife.
1: Um, but uh, no, I, I think, I, literally, and this is true. Um, I think, I think, uh, our wives had this conversation at one point. My wife doesn't listen because she says this is what's what is having me around is I always like. Like I just come up with random things that I say, and she goes, you know, I don't need to necessarily listen to that on the radio. So if you're ever really, if you're one of the people that have never obviously commented publicly, and the reason you love this show is because of me, let me warn you right now that if you think any of this is an act, my wife would say, no, this is always how geeky I really And your am.
0: wife isn't that nerdy? No.
2: Mm-mm. No, no. What is her favorite show? Uh, right now, Justified, believe it or not.
0: Well, I like Justified. I'll give her that. I, I just assume we're going with The
2: Bachelor. No, uh-uh. she doesn't watch that stuff. Uh-huh.
1: I- by the way, um, I, I've been, I, they get this TV over here that I watch sometimes, you see, in this apartment that I'm in. Uh, who is Paradise Hotel meant for?
0: I don't even know what that
2: I is. I don't
1: know what that is. It's, is it for one cell organisms? Uh, I don't
2: know what it is. I'm assuming it's a reality it, show where people get sent to an island. a reality
1: show where you move into this really nice hotel, mm-hmm. and if you don't hook up with somebody every week, you get kicked off the show.
2: Oh, how do I sign
1: up? And I watched the well, I don't think we meet the profile of who's who they cast.
2: Um, mm. they're,
1: they're, I wouldn't
2: the, have even made it to the opening credits. <laughs>
1: the, no, no. We're not even the wacky people that yeah. live in the apartment I could be
2: so. the guy
0: next door, the creepy fat one was, I
1: wanna come over and fix the pipes. <laughs> Well, that's a metaphor. Um, no, <laughs> yeah, it could uh, be. I just wanted to say that. And by right. the way, if anybody let's, out there wants to... Let's get on to guys, the
2: topic, gentlemen. <laughs> yeah, we're making Chris wait. Yeah, yeah.
0: I hope he enjoys that his names came up to him.
2: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> time. I really
0: do. And I hope Pam feels better. I really do.
1: Yeah, no, no. We support anybody who supports us. Yeah. It's my feelings on.
0: And we don't have a huge base of people who are insane enough to listen and watch to us but we've gotten bigger and i forget sometimes how many people we do have out tried, there you
1: know i've been tried okay
0: right and we have gotten bigger and i forget how many people are out there and sometimes I, I, anyway yeah. sorry let's let's make a really good show yeah let's and, make a good show instead of this piece of shit yeah, that we been doing were 10, right? minutes in, 10 minutes in we haven't
2: even got to the topic we, we really did we brought shoot. it up we taught we said the topic we have done well chosen. who wants
0: to go first who has the best cop movie Oh, am I, I going, I'm, I'm not going. I'm not doing that first. Would you, what is the most influential, James? James goes first.
1: Uh, the most influential movie, uh, cop movie, I actually, and I rewatched it today getting ready for this. He Walked by Night, 1948. Boy, I'm glad you got an old one.
0: That was um, my big problem making night. my list.
1: Have you ever seen He Walked by Night? Nope.
0: I would know of it, but I've never seen it.
1: So He Walked by Night. Has uh, predated Dragnet. And Did he have a relevant. flashlight?
0: You'll <laughs> step on a snake. <laughs> <laughs> Happened to me. Well,
1: speaking of people who watch this show, hopefully he's still watching. This is for Will Crispin. Watch out for snakes. Okay. Um, no, is this a anyway. show or a movie? It's a movie. I, okay. I thought we were doing movies. I thought shows. Yeah, no, no, today. no. We
0: are. You just said this is a show. I'm sorry, I misunderstood. Because I'm, i I've heard the title. I'm familiar with it, but I'm not. I've never seen it.
1: So it stars, and once again, Mystery Science Theater thousand fans will appreciate this. It stars none other than Richard Basehart as the villain, as the killer. Um, But it was, it was, uh, it was before Dragnet, and the reason I brought that up again is because it is why we got Dragnet. So this movie was actually based on a real case. The real case was that of. Let me make sure I get the name of the murderer correct. The real one.
0: Um, Yeah, we want to screw that up.
1: Yeah, well, he, he only died recently. So, 1948, and the murderer just died in 2008, relatively recently. Yeah. Uh,
0: People are so, too busy being thirsty over Ted Bundy.
1: The, oh, yeah. Um, he was dreaming. No, it's based on the 1946 crime spree of Irwin Machine Gun Walker. And so, the real case is based on this guy was a police dispatcher and rigged up his own police radio that he could hear from home and he would listen in and then go commit crimes. And he looted military weapons, which is why it was called machine gun. He stole seven machine guns from an army depot base. He was also a veteran of world war II, And then he used them. He gunned down cops, Hmm. uh, a, a cop and some other people and things like that. But what made him famous, at least during the time and largely forgotten today is he used the sewer and drainage system to get around so people couldn't track him, And he would also change his appearance. So he was very, I mean, it's a fascinating case. So in the movie, um, two officers, Sergeant Marty Brannon and Sergeant Chuck Jones, uh, (laughs) are tasked with finding the killer, Roy Morgan. They obviously changed the name for the film. A brilliant electronic worker who worked as a police scanner and did all this stuff. But he started looting police equipment and different electronic equipment and selling him back and making profits that way. He eventually gets caught in the movie and he kills a police officer that stops him and it spirals on from there. Now, because of movie codes at the time, the movie ends with him being shot and killed. Um, He gets tear gassed and he's stumbling around. And what's funny is the way the movie ends predicted actually the way the ending of... The third man would be shot
0: oh man
1: and so if uh, even though there are no known connections between those two films and uh he walked by night came first tons of people go wait a minute that looks exactly like the way the third man ends and it does um that being said it was the first movie that actively used the underground tunnels and and drains and and spirit of uh, spirits. That makes
0: sense to me. If you're familiar with The Third Man, and really quick for uh, you're not, it's it's a classic film. Check it out, uh, starring Joseph Cotton and Orson Welles. Actually, it's probably got my favorite Orson Welles performance in it. So I'm sorry. Go ahead.
1: But why this movie is so important is for a couple different reasons. A Warner Brothers all of a sudden realized, wait a second, we should totally use these drains more often. So much so that, in fact, a Warner Brothers executive says, those drains and the sewer system are great sets that we can use for nothing. We should film more movies there. And he pushed to use those in a film, not related to police films, but called Them! Exclamation mark for anybody that's an old school science fiction fan them it's the giant ants movie it was the beginning of a giant insect trend um, the other part about this film that's really interesting is that it was allegedly actually financed in part by the actual mom um, handsome Joe Roselli you can look him up he was a he allegedly put up money for it the that's other thing is, is that this that's is the altercast of did I have something?
2: No. I'm so sorry. Joe forgets sometimes that the mic's on and is recording.
1: Yeah, I didn't. Yeah, yeah sorry. We'll get back later. No, um, it is the poltergeist of police films in that it was allegedly shot by Alfred Worker. That's who gets credit on paper. That's who is official. That being said, everybody knew that it was actually shot by Anthony Mann. Oh, okay. Uh, it was written by Crane Wilbur. He adapted the actual police story part of it, the actual police files for it. And Crane Wilbur, Joe, you've got a poster of something Crane Wilbur did in your, in your room there. What uh, is it? The Bat. He oh. wrote The Bat. It's, so over, he, it's a half sheet.
0: Yeah, and not it's, a poster. Yeah, it's a half sheet. Yeah,
1: not a poster. Yeah, now, it,
0: it, it is. It's a horrible movie.
1: <laughs> the other reason it's this movie is movie. so important... It's a
2: great baseball movie.
1: Because... <laughs> Um, the intro... The Lou Diamond Phillips one's you, better. <laughs> just watch the first three minutes of the movie and listen to the intro. And you'll automatically go, oh yeah, no, this is vital. Because the intro is straight up dragnet. Why? Because on that film, they cast this guy who was doing radio work as a police forensic expert. His name was Jack Webb. Oh! Jack, Jack Webb befriended... And he brings it back on around. Set, uh, on said he befriended the police consultant, whose name was Sergeant Marty Wynn, and this is the true star behind that, and uh, Jack Webb at this time was already a radio star. He was doing a radio series called um, uh, Private Investigator, and Marty Wynn and Jack Webb basically were sitting around talking, and Marty Wynn, Sergeant Marty Wynn of L.A. Police said, you know, this movie's got the right idea. We have tons of files that are public record, somebody should just go and go over there, pick up these files, and make an entire series of movies or shows or something because all police files are public record. And your James, are- is this
0: story still going?
1: So that's why we got Dragnet. <laughs>
2: um, did you say Philistine?
1: I sure did. Okay,
2: I, like it when he,
0: I like it when he gets pissy and calls me Phyllis Diller instead. <laughs> Phyllis no. Diller.
1: <laughs> what are you trying to say, Philistine? Is it's dealing. funny. The other part about this movie that's relevant, though, if you do appreciate more modern films, is they still, until as recently as 1997, have reused scenes from this movie. Uh, scenes in this movie were reused in movies like the Big, uh, the Big Combo, which was another police film in 1955.
0: So oh, were- everyone knows about the Big yeah. Combo. You put the cheese in the pretzel. Uh, you, you like the pepperoni and sausage one, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah.
1: In 1997... Damn, had a combo in years. Good. In, in combo money! In 1997, footage from it was reused in the film L.A. Confidential.
0: Oh, which is another great police movie that I'm not going to mention today. That was my fourth it,
1: pick. The, the final thing I will say about it, like I said, in the film, uh, Roy Morgan, the, the character, is killed. In real life, the, uh, the actual murderer his name was walker like i said texas uh, ranger walker. um he lived until 2008 oh and was enrolled after shooting cops in 1974 he immediately changed his name and became a chemist i'm not making that up i you believe you
0: and then uh, later he's dark man
1: that being said the other reason this movie is is cool is because it does serve richard base art and if you're a child of the 80s uh, you owe Richard Basehart a dollar. Uh, actually, you can watch this film for a couple people from the 80s. The sheriff from... And who
0: is Richard Basehart? What's he famous for?
1: Richard Basehart is probably most famous for... He crosses um, over certain things. <laughs> for Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, he played the Admiral. He basically played the Captain Kirk in Voice to the Bottom of the Sea. But he's also Ishmael in Moby Dick. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, was the clown in Fellini's La Strada.
0: That's great. What is he famous for from the 80s? Um, well, uh, he is
1: the voiceover for Knight Rider.
0: That's right. He had a mustache, he, Michael. He
1: played, he played Wilton Knight, the, the rich philanthropist who <laughs> <Philanderer. laughs> He's gonna say Philanthrop. <laughs> he may have been, I don't know, but he gave money to charity. Too, he was Joe. the rich guy uh,
0: with money who liked philandering
1: the other thing is if you're a huge joe dante fan especially of gremlins you should watch this film as well because the other detective um plays the sheriff and he was cast in large part as the sheriff in gremlins because of his role in he walked at Night." she's the go. sheriff the and she was
0: are you good there we're back I mean, audience it's hour 14
1: I tried to educate people, but no, no.
2: Just just go ahead and say whatever you want about whatever dumb thing you're going to talk about. Well, no. I was going to let Chad do his dumbness yeah, first. Yeah, yeah. No, so, James <laughs> yeah. talked about a classic. Allow me to, to oh, dumb it down a little bit. Allow me to retort. All right. So, this movie came out in 1993. Oh, boy. It's old. Here's some of the cast. Dennis Leary. Ah, Bernie Mac. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Ice-T. I
0: know what he's going to do.
2: Bow-legged Lou, (laughs) not not bow-legged. Big Bub, Big Bub, Bushwick Bill, Bushwick Bill, Heavy D, and the boys. That's what James refers to his testicles as. Mm -hmm. And of course, Ed Lover and (laughs) Ed Lover and the original Dr. Dre. What did you say, James?
1: I "I told you that in confidence.
2: Yeah, you did. But uh, Ed Lover and the original Dr. Dre. I am talking about who's the The man. man, Hold on. Can I do my favorite line? Yep. Ed Lover
0: can have all the donuts he wants.
2: <laughs> right, You're right. You know the director's dead. Yeah, Ted Demi. Ted Demi, director of um, Blow, Blow, Life. One of the best. Um, it, it, did he ever make a good movie? Yes, Beautiful Girls. Love Beautiful Girls. Best okay. one of the best rom coms there is. Un, underappreciated Rounders. Um, he directed Rounders. He directed Rounders. I don't remember that. Okay, I'll give him um, Rounders. It was also written by uh, the movie was written by Dr. Dre and Ed Lover and a guy I named can't imagine S- why. and a guy named Seth Greenlund who um you know he wrote he wrote a few, he wrote for a few TV shows and that's about it. Um, yeah. So uh, who's the man? So the plot of Who's the Man? Ed Lover and Dr. Dre, not now, the wait, rapper Dr. a
1: film with like Amanda Bynes where she has to fake being the guy to get to college or something?
2: That's also a movie, yeah. Yeah.
1: Isn't it I, called Who's the
2: Man? It might be. I don't know. James, don't know. let's ask just... a
0: philosophical question: Who the- is uh, the man?
1: Uh, well, if I learned see anything, from
0: Nietzsche, Nietzsche said, "From chaos comes order."
1: I know we're not talking about private investigator films, but if I learned anything about Who's the Man, it's that undercover brother will stop it you' were obviously in here for
0: undercover lover <laughs> so you must, must be here
1: Undercover brother,
0: undercover brother. brother. Yeah. yeah so
2: um but no who's the man so uh, Dr Dre and Ed Lover play two barbers inept barbers who um dec- uh they' the person who they work for is killed and yeah. they decide to through a loophole join the police force to solve the murder. Sure this isn't Police Academy? This is not Police Academy. This is far above Police Academy. <laughs> it may be. <laughs> just because, you know,
0: it's, and seriously, the reason... You haven't even got to the plot, which is about as dumb as a box of rocks. No, I just did brought out the plot. Now, there's more to it. Why does he get killed? What are they looking for under the land? Well,
2: I was, I was not going to tell that because these people may want to go find out what the, the twist is. is. That's That's not a twist. <laughs>
1: That's not hold on, a, hold on. I, James has a point. I really want somebody to be sitting there going, I could care less about that He Walked by Night film that really informed police movies as we know them. But that Who's the Man film, I wonder if that's at the Red Box. It's you not. <laughs> you see, because your kids killed the movie store where you go and discover films and get recommendations. All you true. got is that robot.
2: You know, all I can say that is, is, true. how can how many movies capture the pure essence that was Bushwick Bill. I don't know who that is. Bushwick Bill's a he's he's a he's a he was a rapper from the 80s. Very short man. <coughs> he's in it. <laughs> so's a so's Everlast, Cypress Hill's in it. Oh my god. All uh, the hills. Yeah, every, uh, Big Daddy Kane. No, no, not Big Daddy Kane. Um Fat Five Freddy's in it. Chris One, they're all in it because Dr. Dre and Ed Lover were the host of MTV's Yo MTV's rap. Yo MTV Raps. Yes,
1: um, Yo know MTV Raps. Don't add extra words.
2: Yeah, I'm sorry, I'm mush mouth today. Secret. No, but uh, I'm and, gonna slap a you your bitch ass. Uh. But no, seriously, what's <laughs> uh, there? There and the main reason I brought this up is for one reason and one reason only. Dennis. Dennis, Dennis Leary's <laughs> performance as the uh, as the uh, sergeant as Dennis Leary. as the 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 the, uh, the guy who does the assignments as he goes <laughs> completely ballistic on poor Doctor Dre. <laughs> Ed Lover. My get... brother is a doctor.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Some people forgot about Dre, according to legend. What? That's the wrong
2: Dr. Dre. It's a different Dr. Dre. Yeah. How dare no. you?
1: I was just.
0: They did forget about this particular You're Dr. Dr. Dre. Dre. Yeah, who. Turns out the other one was far more popular over time. And
2: and probably talented, more talented. I don't know.
0: He doesn't have a really good scene with Dennis Leary in a 90s comedy that's really not that good.
2: No. (laughs) But I love it. It's dumb fun. And just watch it for Dennis Leary ripping poor Dr. Dre to shreds. That and The Ref. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Neither one of them are great films, but they're good Dennis Leary movies.
2: So that was my number one pick. Who's the man? Who's the
0: man? <laughs> it even has a song for who's the man, man at the end, where it replays
2: part of the movie over the credits, yeah. and then, and says repeatedly, "Who's the man?" Right? Right. It's yeah. A, it's a terrible song. <laughs> it's a, not a good movie. But I do. I, I do. James has going. a point. Go ahead.
1: How does that song, though, compare to what has to be one of the uh, best worst ending songs? And I refer to, of course, um, Hulk Hogan's. Performance and it's a nice place
0: to live, but I would want to live uh, visit, right? Yeah,
1: because that's what movie is that? Suburban Commando? Suburban Commando. How does it compare to Suburban Commando, Chad? Uh, oh man,
2: Suburban because Suburban, Suburban Commando is fantastic. It's a terrible. It's movie. terrible, but it's funny.
0: I would rather watch Who's the Man? Yeah, Who's
2: the Man for Dennis Leary, for and, and for Bushwick e- Bill and, and, and Bone Legged Lou. And just remember,
0: Ed Lover can have all the donuts oh, he wants. Oh. <laughs> uh, you know who does a really good impersonation of that scene? You ever heard Craig Dennis do it? No. <laughs> Get him drunk and have him do it. Ed Lover! Because he does that whole head thing. <laughs> James, have you ever seen him
1: do it? I have. I have. Yeah. Ed Lover can have.
0: Oh, and just back, it's <laughs> good it's good stuff it's almost like good reminiscing it's almost like Dennis isn't in the room anyway um, I had a hard time with this and I'm gonna go with actually my favorite one this movie is not a comedy and in any way shape or form came out in 2003 there's a movie called <clears throat> that some people consider one of the best cop films of all time called The French Connection it's directed by William Freakin William Freakin also gave us The Exorcist William Friedkin does not think it's one of the best cop movies of all time, and he does feel that he was very lucky to win the Oscar, and if you read his autobiography, which I I, I tell you you should if you're in the movies, he talks a lot about fighting with the actor in that particular movie, The French Connection. Do you know who that is, Chad? That would be
2: Gene Hackman. Gene Hackman? You... I? I have a story on in my next pick. Good. So... He talks about arguing a lot with Gene Hackman, and
0: actually Gene Hackman never really getting the idea of what the role should be or how it should be played (laughs) by the end of the fucking movie. (laughs) Now, this movie won an Oscar. I just want to remind everybody. Almost never got made. Thousands of things went against it. I'm not going to talk about The French Connection. One of his favorite movies... You just talked about The French Connection. No, shut up. (laughs) I just like doing that. Okay, gotcha. One of his favorite movies, and one he thinks is a far superior film to that... Is a movie called Narc. Narc directed by Joe Carnahan. It stars Ray Liotta, which last time I, I checked was your wife's uh, fever dream. Am I right, James?
1: a uh, particular now now particularly in a baseball uniform, a la a certain dream field.
0: Oh, dream fields. That's the low card pasta, right? Is that what I bought? Yeah,
1: Yep. I've ate I've my fair share of Dreamfields. I have too. I why do not you sponsor us?
0: I don't know. Obviously, they, it's not working for us, so they don't think that we're the crowd that they should be selling it yeah. to. Maybe it
1: is. Maybe I would be, you know, 700 pounds
0: without it. Cut us a check, combos. <laughs> so Jason Patrick. Jason Patrick is also winning. He's slowly going bald. It's a few years past Rush. And you may know him also from a little vampire movie from the 80s that I always think is slightly overrated.
2: Lost Boys, but how dare you? How dare you miss his most important role?
0: I'm glad you didn't argue with me that Lost Boys is slightly overrated. It's overrated.
1: I, I intentionally said Near Dark to try to get something started, but nobody listened to me. No. I
0: didn't hear
2: you,
1: actually. Yeah.
0: But I actually think Near Dark slightly overrated, too. But that's just me. Jason Patrick's best years.
2: role, Speed 2. Cruise Control.
0: <laughs> they only got back Sandra Bullcock. So... Let's move on to NARC. NARC is um, a Which, by the way,
2: uh, before you go, Joe Carnahan is an underappreciated
1: director. He
0: is, who hasn't had quite the career. If you like... I, go ahead. I
1: follow him on Twitter. I do, too. And if, you don't, if you don't follow him on Twitter, you should. He gets very um, political. His uh, his his commentary when he got attacked for people saying that um, Death Wish was a, a white person's fever dream because yeah. he was originally going to be directed as well
0: yeah he wrote and then, it uh, and he was going to be the director for Eli Roth directed it Yeah.
1: yeah. and uh, he, he uh, his commentary is just it, it's, if you get a chance to follow him on Twitter uh, but he also supports a lot of up and coming artists and he's still active he is not getting the credit he deserves I think
0: no uh, I agree
1: I like some of his other
2: works as well.
0: They're not all winners, but he's never made a bad movie. No. Uh, uh, I th- actually think The Gray is my favorite, but uh, Nark is a is a very good cop movie. So Nark is about a guy named Jason Patrick. Well, Jason Patrick plays an act uh, plays a <coughs> cop who uh, was deep undercover on drugs. Uh, mm-hmm. With why well, was on undercover, he you know, gets somebody shot, somebody gets murdered, they pull him out. Uh, th- this blows up. He's basically on restricted duty mm-hmm. at the time, and they offer him this assignment to basically Ray Liotta's character to partner with him and see is he dirty? Right, right, right. That's the plot of Narc. And what we find out is everyone's dirty, mm-hmm. and there's shades, and there's shades of gray, and what people will do to protect their friends, what people will do to protect their partners uh how we're all flawed inside it's 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 actually produced by tom cruise believe it or not oh, i didn't know that uh, yeah paulo wagner and tom cruise are, uh and if you don't know tom paulo wagner is his producing partner produced that movie and you know he was going to direct mission impossible 3 oh really yeah before jj and he pulled out and he said he didn't think he, his career would ever recover from it <laughs> And it may not have, I don't yeah. know. He did He did the A-team, and I like the A-team, uh, but the, the A-team was not, was not a big success, even yeah. though I felt, well, that's about the best you're going to do with that. With the A-team, yeah. In well, my I, opinion. Yeah, no, A-team, it, was, A-team was great. It's superior than, to the show. I, I'll argue that with anybody. No. I know it doesn't have Mr. T, but other than that, it's superior well, to well, the show.
1: I mean, let's face it, Mr. T is what made the 80s A-team last as long as it did. That being said, speaking of Joe Carnahan and, and cop-affiliated films, so I don't think there's enough cops in to justify it. Just also, screw say... you,
2: Dwight Schultz. Yeah, Dwight
0: Schultz is a great actor, and, and always he... a treat when he shows up on, on on Star Trek. Yeah, yeah. He is a great actor.
1: He, even when he pops up in
0: Voyager, it's always better when he's there. A... Yeah, well, good. dude, I saw a dog turd once. It was more entertaining than some of the Voyager episodes. But it really was a great song and dance dog turd.
1: <laughs> yeah, the top hat really just brought
0: yeah, it Come on, again. honey, come on, baby, come on. <laughs> I want to say,
1: speaking of the Carnahan and it's got cops in it, but I don't consider it a cop film. If you've never seen Smoking Aces, that may be one of my favorite guilty pleasure movies to have on the back. Yeah, yeah.
0: really entertaining. Another one is Stretch. Uh, didn't get enough play. Another entertaining film that happens over one night
1: mm-hmm.
0: about a limo driver, a stretch limo driver. So I... Definitely go out and check out Narc if you've never seen. It. I, I feel like that's another one of those forgotten classics.
2: Isn't there one scene in in Narc, and I might be remembering this wrong, where they're going around and they're showing people like mug shots or somebody a picture of somebody missing, and that's all like real people on the street. Yeah, they actually, it was that was guerrilla filmmaking.
0: It's all guerrilla filmmaking. Yeah. The whole opening of The Chase. And all because of
2: Mark's it, on a shoestring budget.
0: It's on a shoestring budget. I, and I, I didn't want to go into it more, but Tom, I think Tom Cruise and Paula Wagner came in after the movie was shot. Right. And Jason Patrick talked about... Didn't get
2: about, that Scientology money.
0: Well, just to help get it distributed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tom Cruise... Uh, Tom Cruise. Jason Patrick talks about that the checks didn't necessarily cash. Right. But he thought the script was so good... And that th- that they were there to do some art. Yeah, yeah. So it's a it's a good story. His movie before that, something suitcases. I can't remember. Don't check that one out so much.
2: But learning curve. Check, learning curve. Yeah, we all gotta learn. <laughs> like the new Sonic movie. <laughs> or Murder Virgin. Hashtag Murder By the way, Virgin. I'm gonna get off topic. I still don't understand why people are so mad about teeth.
1: Huh? they're fixing it though did you see that I saw I mean, they're that's... fixing
2: it but I don't understand why people are going ballistic about Sonic the Hedgehog's teeth
1: well because and again getting off on a tirade right here but I think the reason it's so important
0: I have no idea what you're all talking about because I know Sonic they don't the want
1: hold on I gotta set chat off they don't want what, they don't want the cinematic abortion that was Super Mario Brothers.
2: but that's been every video game movie <laughs> <laughs> what the hell did he get a
0: Well, he's had one for years. Somebody
2: tell me what the hell just happened.
1: (laughs) Now start telling. Now start. I'm just gonna just gonna do a little little song and dance stuff.
2: Now break into Midnight Rider. Run, (laughs) you devils rejects.
1: Run, run, devils rejects. that coming?
2: I'm sorry. Just people complaining about Sonic the Hedgehog's teeth. I don't understand it. I, you know, guys, we're at minute 40, and we've went through three movies. Let's yep. try to get through some more. Oh, I'm sorry. When Joe goes on a tangent, everything stops.
1: I didn't stop on a tangent. Oh, I know, You've I know. I, I, tried to get, I tried to give history. <laughs> I tried to give the structure of what this did to cinema. And I did, too. Mine was slightly no, more no. concise. No, 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 that's fine. That's fine. Slightly more concise.
0: Cinema? Talked about, about the fucking cinema?
2: director, who he influenced, where <laughs> it came from. James's harmonica. All right, James, what's your next one?
1: You're played off, and you know, we can't afford an orchestra. You got a harmonica. Yeah, I
0: need um, one of those. Lo- I need a large stick. The ones that come and pull me off. And
1: I'm talking big. <laughs>
0: <you> <laughs> See, know, it was I'm, a okay, fat joke.
1: I was trying to think of of a a cop film that really um, um, impacted. And made me feel like screwed up and stuff like that. And, and and actually a film franchise of sorts, two films came to mind. Uh I'm going to, I'll talk about the original one though. Bad Lieutenant. Oh yeah. Bad Lieutenant. is. A, oh, I thought he was
0: going super troopers. <laughs> I was too. I really did. For a split second, really? I thought he was going to really? do super. I actually did think you're going to do it. No bad Lieutenant. uh Do you know who directed it?
1: Abel Ferrara. Yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. If you get a chance, check out his other screwed up work, like miss 45.
1: Uh, Especially if you're
0: into empowerment for women, because she does it with a 45.
1: Um, the bad lieutenant. uh, You know, Abel Ferrara did. Was that the
0: King of New York with Christopher Walken?
1: There you go. But but it's the funeral. Who did the funeral? Abel Ferrara. Okay. I that's a, so. that's so the that's
0: one with uh, all three of those guys. Um, um, they're dead now. Uh, one of them. Um, who was in that?
1: Chris, Chris in Penn now. who's dead. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, it's, what's his name? Who did Buffalo '66 and Brown
0: Bunny? That that's the
1: things that he's done. Um, Mark Gallo. Not Mark Gallo. No.
0: Um, Vincent. Vincent. Oh. What's his name? Vincent. Oh, look! I seen the Brown Bunny and his penis.
2: Anyway, go I, on, James.
1: I, uh, Someone I, got
2: I, a blowy.
1: <laughs> yeah, I like Buffalo '66 because it's just surreal and weird enough. But I, that is head. not
0: about your movie about the Miss '45.
1: Anyway, uh, that being said, Abel Ferrara does make weird films. Uh, Vincent Gallo, by the way. Is Vincent the Gallo, it. yeah. Um, but Gallo. Bad Lieutenant he is he's a big Republican. It's this Seriously. horrible, horrible. Um, you don't know the name of the protagonist. He's just the, the lieutenant. Harvey Keitel plays him.
0: Yeah, I don't know uh, that he's a protagonist. Well. <laughs> yeah, he's the lead character. Yeah. But he's a bad um, lieutenant.
1: He is a bad... I mean, basically, the overall view is a young nun gets sexually assaulted.
0: Yeah. Right?
1: Um, and uh, he is doing a lot of cocaine and a lot of drugs and drinking a lot. And at one point, shoots the radio in his car none of this stuff and and basically at the end he he catches the the guilty party and what he does is not what you would think he does and, and the movie ends very bleakly yeah I won't give, but i think as a character study film you should watch the bad lieutenant um it, it is it is not one to watch with your children
0: no, mm. nor is yeah. the, and it's not really a sequel. I don't even know what to call it. It's like an alternative universe version, which is yeah. directed by uh, your favorite person. Well, actually, I do think. Uh, yeah, we. Werner Herzog is just a character yeah, that yeah. you just need to watch yeah. and listen to and talk. God, I wish that we could have him on the show.
1: Um, but you know, one of the things with the Bad Lieutenant that if you if you're are really interested in the making of the film is it's. It, the fact it got made is a small miracle. Uh, they were rewriting stuff on set. Um, there were characters that were being—I mean, they had cast them and they cut them on set. Uh, things were being changed. Uh, the, the, um, one of the uh, writers said that they literally were rewriting scenes two minutes before they would film them.
0: Yeah, it's not—it's an, not entirely unusual, but it
2: work for Iron Man. Yeah, they—they yeah.
0: They, yeah, that was. Uh, what's his face tells the best stories about that Jeff Jeff uh, Bridges Jeff Bridges yeah Robert Downey Jr and um, what's his would go off to the trailer and just kind of work it out he starts working on a student movie yeah <laughs> um so anyway James go ahead anyway no yeah. I totally agree with you and it and if you want to see Harvey Cottell's penis you can also see it in that yeah, movie
1: that's, he that's that that i enough to get second billing after him um <laughs> uh, the, uh, As well it should. I don't know what to say. The, I don't remember it very well. I just remember he does the se- it. The sequel, non-sequel should be interesting to some people. It does have a name character who's played by Nicolas Cage. Um, but that has a great cast. Yeah. The sequel has a great cast too. Because it is Werner Herzog, but Brad Duraf's in it, Eva Mendes, uh, Jennifer Coolidge, Exhibit. Uh, and it's another one about just a horrible, horrible lieutenant uh horrible uh, it also
0: horrible. Uh, what's the guy from lexington played zod
1: oh uh michael oh, oh,
2: michael shannon michael
0: shannon's also in it
1: yeah but yeah so i mean this one doesn't use as much heroin and cocaine but there's a lot of and usage. there's still a lot of drug using but it shows that you know that if, if you want quote-unquote dirty cop films um, a lot of films do the quote unquote dirty cop, where it's like, Yes, they're on the take financially. I would argue nobody does more of a dirty cop than Bad Lieutenant, and to a lesser degree, the follow up.
0: Yeah, I, I'm pretty sure it was NC 17 when it came out.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Yes, it was, and it was recut a couple different times. And, and, matter of fact, when they screened it at uh, where did it screen first? Was it Can? It didn't screen with the rest of the films, they, they did a uh. It was, oh, it was in a, uh, the, the category they created for it was Uncertain Regard. In other words, a certain Regard, it didn't get to uh, screen with what would have been the normal films that screened in the main part of can. Yeah. So, well, that's uh, that, Yeah. The that, yeah, dark twisted movie, but yes. I don't. If you're into God films, there you
0: go. I can't, I can't. I that's a good one, James, because I that that would take a particular person to recommend that to you. Mm-hmm. You just can't yeah. walk up to,
1: not walk out and rent that. That, or buy that, that Chris thing.
0: guy looked like a nice guy. He was there with his daughter. He was having a good time.
1: Yeah, and don't, I don't just don't know that it,
0: I'm going to tell him to go out and watch Bad Lieutenant. Right.
1: That's one of those films that. And I said I don't own it. I've rented it. I don't own it either. Own. I own. I I I do own the Nick Cage version, but that's. Think about
2: him, yeah, shocker Nicholas did you swoon over purple rain purple rain
1: purple rain oh the other thing though I, I did want to say about um, <laughs> bad lieutenant see how I'm ignoring you all uh, do you know who's originally going to play the Harvey Kattel clear Who? Oh. <laughs> oh. it's going to be a more or less unofficial follow up to King's, King of New York
0: Christopher Walken. Christopher
1: Walken.
0: Yeah, I guess he didn't want to do that masturbation scene.
1: Yeah, I was gonna say. So so you were that close to being able to have second billing for Christopher Walken's uh, member.
0: Yeah. Do you remember? Have you ever seen it? Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. With the two girls who pulls over. <sighs> yep. I, I I saw that 20 years ago, and I can't imagine that gotten that's gotten better. No. Especially mm-hmm. now in the last couple of years.
1: Yeah. You. Mm-hmm. 1992, and, and, and if anybody says, "Oh, films have gotten so
0: much darker," no, they haven't. No, no, I, I agree with that. When you and I were arguing about something on Facebook, and one of the things I wanted to put in, in a private message, not out and about, but one of the things I wanted to put out, put there was when we were talking about comic book movies, and we could do a whole episode on it, but really quick, uh, and a lot of people talked about this during the 70s because the studios were that the inmates had taken over the asylum. Yada, yada, yada. I don't think people remember just how interesting cinema was for just a a split second.
1: Oh, well, and I think you can go back, and I think if you go... And there's a lot of cop movies made during then. Mm -hmm. And if you go pre-code way, way back in the day, it wasn't necessarily sex and stuff like that, but there's a bunch of pre-code stuff that is really interesting, too. Yeah. So, no, I agree with you there. But, yes, so, uh, yeah, Bad Lieutenant, don't watch with anybody, and, matter of fact, nobody should probably watch it. But if you're interested, it exists. Yeah.
2: All right, go on, Chad. All right, I'm going to bring up one of my favorite movies of all time. I'm just going to say the name. Dick Tracy, 1990.
1: I knew it was going to happen. That's why I didn't put it on my yeah. list. Yeah, I really didn't think about it. I should have.
2: Yeah, um, directed and starring Warren Beatty. Um, this is. Um, I was talking to Joe before we recorded about how when I pick these movies and I go and do the research on the movie, how they're all t- tied to previous episodes. So, um... <laughs> This was written by Jim Cash and. A <laughs> this is written by Jim Cash and Jack Epps Jr., who also wrote Top Gun, Legal Eagles, Secret of my Success, um, yes. Turner and Hooch, and of course the great Anaconda. Don't Thank want none if you yeah. haven't got buns. But, bun. uh, but uh, Jack Epps Jr. Um, he, he a lot of these movies he did write with Jim Cash, except this one. He wrote Pigs vs. Freaks. That was that TV movie, right? Yeah, that was the TV, the football movie the football I brought movie. up in the sports. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, yeah. Are you keeping up, Chris? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So it was just, Don't it be- was just amazing. Like I just, I, I was doing research on everybody who made this movie, Please. and Pigs vs. Freaks came up.
0: By the way, should we do that for when we finally, eventually do our Patreon and stuff? Like you just pay for us to make fun of you while we're doing an episode. That works. I would I love that. Not- yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, we
1: could uh, not to not to I'm borrow. not making fun
0: of Chris. I'm just saying if we brought somebody here,
1: Chris, no, no, would you no. pay for that? Would you say not to not to mock my heroes or not to allude to my heroes? I should say it's not even mocking them. Us riffing somebody a la Riff Tracks Mystery 503,000, I, yes, I would. I mean, if if I admired you people and I don't, but if I admired you, Joe, I would pay to have you mock me. It's kind of like you know, if uh. If, if I was doing a panel and somebody mocked me that was famous, yeah, that'd be awesome. You know, the fact Harlan Nelson hit me is awesome. So, yeah, who won it?
0: It had been several life? episodes, but yeah. here it is. Talk about your dick. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and so, there's a harmonica. So, anyway, Top Gun, go- uh, Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy stars, uh, Warren Beatty, Al Pacino, William Forsyth, Madonna, Glenn Headley, the late great. Um, and then Dustin Hoffman, and of course uh, R.G. Armstrong as Prune Face. Of course, R.G. Um, Armstrong. But did you all realize that this was the <laughs> Predator highest? Predator
0: R.G. Armstrong.
2: No, Prune Face. Uh, did you realize this was the highest-grossing film of Beatty's career? That doesn't shock me. Period. Um, now we <laughs> talked about. What? It's
1: Interesting, because Beatty is known as is this phenomenal actor, and he is. Um, he's also allegedly known for a little bit of, um, the ego. Um, but so it is, and to me, it is kind of shocking that, I mean, uh, with Bonnie be, and
0: Clyde, yeah, uh, I Bullsworth. guess I Bullsworth was not a hit. No, it wasn't. Although I, it actually, it's probably one of my favorite Warren Beatty movies and performances. Yeah.
2: But, um, yeah. So, uh, we mentioned Gene Hackman earlier. Did you all know Gene Hackman was supposed to play Lips Manless in this movie? No. <laughs> he was. Uh, he was cast and was, was getting the role, but he turned it down really quick because he couldn't stand Warren Beatty after he directed him in Reds.
0: So he got cast in the role, was
2: going to do it, and then realized, was, oh, I hate him. Yeah, I hate him.
0: All right. So for you all listening, really quick, we could do a two-parter on stories about Gene Hackman.
2: Yeah. Who is a, a wonderful actor, one of my personal favorites. One of my personal favorites as well. What an egotistical jackass.
0: Yeah. There, if you ever get a chance to read some of the things that he did on the Royal Tenenbaums, please.
2: And then Bill Murray's... Uh, <laughs> We're a cowboy hat on the other side. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, but uh, uh, in order to make... By the way, I guess I should talk about what Dick Tracy is. Dick Tracy is... A cop who is fighting the uh, the mob, uh, who is being, uh, the mob is um, Big Boy Caprice, mm-hmm. played by Al Pacino. Um, and he, sh- uh, Warren Beatty put so many villains in this movie. I believe the count is 28 villains from the, the Dick Tracy comic book into this movie because he was so afraid he wouldn't get a sequel. And it never it did. did. Um, but um, he also, he turned down misery to make this movie. Lots of people turned down misery. Yeah. Um. Did you know because who? Uh, go
0: exactly
2: ahead, James. In
1: bed, right? I mean, that's what. Just that was the
2: problem. Yeah, yeah. Rob
0: Reiner talked about it. Leading leading men did not want to lay in bed, right, for a whole movie, and basically get the shit kicked out of them in bed for ninety minutes. James Caan was number like four hundred and seventy-two on that list.
1: Right. By the way. What? There can be a lot that can happen in a bit. That's all I'm saying? That's all I'm saying. Real quick, though, about Dick Tracy. Dick Tracy has a legendary history, obviously, from the comic strips. Um, was created by Chester Gould. Chad, if I get any of this wrong, correct me. Go for it. If, if I'm not mistaken, it premiered in 1931. Originally, his name was Plain Clothes Tracy.
2: Yeah. Evidently,
1: in the 1930s, a bright yellow rain slicker and a yellow hat was Plain Clothes for detectives, but whatever. Uh, but ran from 1931 and he wrote it and drew it, uh, from 1931 until 1972. Yeah. 41 years of something he created and he did everything for it.
2: He wrote Andrew, the whole thing. Really? And Yeah. And he actually gets a screenwriting credit. Oh, we'll in freedom. this, uh, in this movie. I didn't know that, but did you know, um, also, uh, who was attached to direct this before Warren Beatty? Uh, John Landis. That and makes do, sense. do you know who was cast to be Dick Tracy? Who? Clint
0: Eastwood. Actually, I think I may have known this story before. What happened? Did you find
2: out? Yeah, Twilight Zone. That's what happened. Um, if you're not familiar that's with that's also t- what ha- how he ended up in Trading Places. Right. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, but yeah, uh, The Twilight Zone, um, the movie that he uh, Do- John Landis directed a portion of that, where there was a pretty horrific death in real life, and it pretty much sidelined his career. It's uh, yeah. That's
0: actually how he ended up with Trading Places. He tells the story that he went to his
2: agent and said, "You've got to get me something. You've got to
0: get anything. I'll take anything." And the only thing out there was Trading Places. It just happened to be. He turned it into a great movie that right. was a huge hit right. that just happened to be. Yeah.
2: Um, but uh, also, too, two more th- things about Dick Tracy. Um, there's actually a two-and-a-half-hour cut of this movie out there, and Dick, and that was one thing Warren Beatty was not happy about is that the studio forced him to make this movie an hour and 45 minutes because that was the standard length. Um in and in, in the in the nineteen nineties. Mm-hmm. Um so there's a two and a half hour copy of this movie. Warren Beatty has it. I would die to see it. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I would love to see because there are parts where it just seems to just come out of nowhere. It's very there are it's, Towards the it's, end it's, it's especially it's very rushed. Um so I'd like to see that. And also too um oh I lost my other point. Um that's okay. an
1: Academy Award winning film too.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's
0: beautiful and honestly I I'm not a fan like you two are. The same. Th- What's the other one that you bo- you both love? The Rocketeer, and I'm oh, so, so the Rocketeer.
1: I, I appreciate Dick Tracy, but I love the Rocketeer. And then part of that is because of my childhood I will not
2: go into. that. I don't have a connection to it, but the Dick Tracy is still beautiful. Yeah, and it, it's beautiful. And the soundtrack, Danny Elfman, um, everything about Dick Tracy is Academy
1: just... Awards for best original song, mm-hmm. best makeup. And best art direction, yeah. and all three of those show.
2: Yeah, and and uh, Al Pacino uh, for the villain, he had a lot of say in as as to how he looked because in in the comic books, Big Boy Caprice, there's a reason he's called Big Boy Caprice. He is a fat guy.
0: Yeah,
2: he is a very fat guy, and and Al Pacino just morphed him into this like hunched over evil character, and it, it he's fantastic. He plays him over the top. In typical Al Pacino fashion. That, by the way, that
0: started somewhere right around Dick Tracy and Sin of the Woman and never stopped for the next 40 years. Right. I want you to look at the man in The Godfather. 40 years? It's uh, getting there, isn't it? Yeah, 30 years.
1: Uh, by the way, I just want to say, I know you named off some of the cast, but for those that are completists, um, Dick Van Dyke is in this film. That's yeah. True. Kathy Bates is in this film and I, James Kahn is in this film. I knew yeah. James Kahn. I didn't know Kathy Bates. I don't remember. Kathy, Kathy Bates, Bates is the stenographer. Yeah. The court stenographer. Um, so, yeah, no, just FYI. And there's a ton of other people, but those are three bigger names that sometimes get left
0: out. Jack, can do you have more about it? Because I want to ask you a question. No, I don't have any more about it. Go ahead. I don't know if you knew this or not. So, it was a hit, but it was not considered a hit because it wasn't Batman hit. Right. It came right. out. It
2: came out the year after Batman. And that is that not true? That Disney, is
0: true. Disney wanted Batman. Yeah. and It just wasn't
2: Batman. It wasn't Batman. It
0: made money, no. but it was never considered a success like right. that because it wasn't Batman.
2: Right. No. Yeah. And, and that's.
1: What you say? Sorry. I was gonna say, and Disney until relatively recently, and they've made up for it. Oh my did god. Not in spade, have, yeah. Did not have much luck with it because. The Rocketeer was not a Disney original property. It was a comic series. Um and it didn't do as well as they wanted it to. either.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, like,
1: and uh, couldn't buy a bucket, so to say. And mm-hmm. one more side
2: side note about Dick Tracy and then I'll, I'll let Joe go on to his um there is a uh, you you can find it on YouTube. There is an interview that Dick Tracy did uh, Warren Beatty did as Dick Tracy with Leonard Maltin like a few years ago. Have you seen this?
1: It is. He did it to hold the rights, right? Yeah,
2: exactly. He did it to hold the rights to Dick Tracy because he was getting ready. It was getting ready to expire. So he still owns the rights. He still owns the rights to Dick Tracy. So he did this interview with Leonard Malton. It makes no sense. He's literally talking as Dick Tracy
1: with Leonard
2: Malton. With Leonard Malton. And he's wearing the, the yellow coat and hat that he wore in the 1990 movie. So I got to check this out. It is bizarre. Oh. If, oh yeah, uh, it is. You,
1: yeah, it is. It is, you, it, yeah, it, it is, it is a Fantastic Four. You know, we've got to make it so we can hold the rights of the Dick Tracy. And University. if you're
0: wondering about that Fantastic Four film, go ahead and listen to that Bonehead or watch that Bonehead episode with Ole Sasson. Yes,
1: yes, and, and our
0: Fantastic friend Four.
1: Mick Strawn. Um, real quick, you Hashtag. mentioned <laughs> you mentioned Clint Eastwood. Did you know some of the other actors that were considered, Chad? Uh,
2: I didn't list them all, but go ahead.
1: Harrison Ford, uh, Richard Gere, and of course the just best actor that could have done it, Tom Selleck, and also Mel Gibson. Walter Hill was going to direct at one point. It went through tons of people. I mean, and that's one thing a-
2: too about Dick Tracy is when the least interesting character in the movie is that is the character that the movie's named after. It's an <laughs>
0: But that's often true. Yeah, but
2: no, I mean Warren Beatty. It's just Warren Beatty plays Dick Tracy so flat. There's not a whole lot there. It's everybody around him that makes that movie fantastic. I saw
0: an interview with him later. He 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 played um oh what's the gangster's name? Bugsy Siegel. He's in Bugsy and played Bugsy Siegel. And they were asking him about how much hard work, and he said, "Well, after you produce, direct, and star in a movie, this is very easy." Yeah. So I can't imagine doing all that other stuff and then having to concentrate on your own role. Right. Um, Oh, and...
1: and, Go ahead. I was going to say, uh, also, just interesting trivia, if you wonder how Madonna got cast... They were sleeping together. No, she agreed to work for Scale. They were having sex during that. that. But
0: she agreed to work for Scale. And a little of the Warren Beatty.
2: Uh, you you see that in the, the 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 Madonna documentary, Truth or Dare. but
1: Yeah, yeah. John, uh, Which Sean is Young actually a lot of fun. You sure. should go out and watch it. John Young was supposed to be in the film as well, and she alleges she got cut. Hmm. Good All
0: right, I'm next. I, I'm going back and forth on my two, and I'm going to do the obscure one. Usually James and Chad get the more obscure ones, and then I just say something about, uh, what's that movie I really like? Hmm. Is
2: it more obscure than Who's the Man?
0: Star Wars. (laughs) It's called Freebie and the Bean. Chad's already heard about it. Have you ever seen it, James? You ever even heard of it? One more time. One more time in English. It's called Freebie and the Bean.
1: No, no, you've got me. There you go.
0: It's from 1974, directed by Richard Rush, starring Alan Arkin and James Kahn. No! It's no. a buddy cop film. I never even heard about it until a few years ago. And thank God I caught it on those Turner Classic movies late at night. The
1: Do you ones what, that aren't classic, but one, you still got to see?
0: You, yeah, that's... You know, that What's that? Uh, Long Last Love or whatever the Bill Murray, Dan Aykroyd, black and white movie yeah. where they end up on the moon. That's where I saw yeah. it. The starred Zach Galligan. I wish we'd get him on here to talk about that. That'd mm-hmm. be great. Anyway... It's San Francisco police detectives Freebie and the Bean are determined to bust local crime boss Red Myers at any cost, even if this means destroying the whole city in the process. Basically, it's an 80s buddy cop film made in 1974. It's a lot of inappropriate jokes, specifically 1974 inappropriate jokes. And it's, it's Alan Arkin and James Caan in a buddy cop movie. <laughs> it gets dark at times because when was it made? 1974 where they could get away with a little bit more of that so i just wanted to do an obscure one i'm not going to talk about it a lot i don't know that it's a huge influence on anybody else i've only ever seen it the one time it is enjoyable do you need to go out and see it yeah probably because if you're a completist and you want to see buddy cop films this one's much more interesting than let's say crash course with that's with Collision Course. Collision Course with, I'm so sorry, excuse the
2: shit out of me. You jackass. With Jay
0: Leno and Mr. Miyagi. Like, that's Pat Morita. Pat Morita and Mr. Miyagi. <laughs> That'd be funny. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I watched that movie. I
2: almost brought up Collision Course, so I'm like, no, 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 Well, I pulled it out of my ass, so. Oh, man. That is a terrible piece of crap movie. Doesn't he jump, jump kick through a, a moving car? Yes. Pat Morita. Pat Morita. And I believe he dresses up as a ninja at some point. <laughs>
0: yeah. I hope he
2: saves some of that uh, karate. Uh, and, the oh, quick, and the quick the quick wit of Jay Leno. Um, We're killing it. James. James, go. Go, James, go. Oh, I thought
1: it was Chad again. I'm sorry. No, no.
0: Y'all go after you. You're, You're so just, bored with Freebie and the Bean.
1: No, no, no. I, 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 that sounds great. Okay, so for my third one, I'm kind of torn. Um, like Natalie and Brulia. Brulia. But, that's you know, not what,
2: the first time that joke's been made on no. the show. <laughs> because James is always torn. <laughs> be decisive,
1: James! I'm going to have to go chair. with, okay, fine, <laughs> Chad. I'll be decisive because it's, it's a film that's technically about a former cop <laughs> who takes a new job. And I refer to, of course, Cop and a Hat. No. Uh, oh my God! I refer to Kindergarten Directed Cop. By oh.
0: Henry Winkler, starring the great late Burt Reynolds. Reynolds. What a piece of shit movie! Yes.
1: It it pales compared to Kindergarten Cop. No, um, I'm, I'm on with Blade Runner. Just I do If you don't know what Blade Runner is, we both
0: out. turned our heads sideways, and we didn't. I didn't know we were going. Yeah, we just that was it. not
2: synced. We did that. Really? Really close. <laughs> really?
0: Now, don't get me wrong. Blade Runner is a monumental film. Blade Runner has influenced many other films. I don't know that I've ever watched Blade Runner for fun, but... No.
1: It's oh, beautiful. I have. Yeah. No, is I it a cop it. movie? Uh, he interrogates people. He has to chase people. I, I mean, mean, I don't, it is what, a cop movie. I just what was missing from it that would make it more of a cop movie? And it does state that he is a former police officer. Mel Gibson pissed off on the uh, a captain who says, "You, Decker, you got one more time, or I'm putting you on something." He would it, actually no. I'll take that back. I'll I'll, I'll repeal different. Blade, Blade Runner then, and, and okay. so if. Since he maybe quit being a cop, and you could argue he's more of a private detective, I'll pull that back. I will then say, this fine, please, film, Judge Dredd. Dredd, not Judge Dredd. I was like, Dredd, Dredd. By the
0: way, Judge Dredd was on, and I forgot just how bad that was, because I saw it in the theater as a kid. And I was like, I don't know, it's got action, and I like that giant robot. Yeah, I liked it as a kid. Now, no. Dread is a, I wouldn't say it called a master, but Dread is a standout, solid,
1: rock solid
0: B movie.
1: If you're a fan of the comics, Carl Urban is fantastic in that movie. Carl Carl Urban does it perfectly. Dread never takes his helmet off. Right, like Stallone did. Yeah, well, and I'm sure that was partially the studio saying, no, 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 we paid for you. We're getting you.
0: Right. And we got to see those
2: contacts.
0: But. Oh, I am the. I mean, hell, they made fun of
1: it in the movie. I am the law. Rob Schneider makes fun of it in the movie. Yeah, yeah. Well, and I mean, you know, this. I mean, Dread saying stuff like "I am the law" is Dread. But that being said, not that way. Um, and, and I think the newer movie, I think Dread, and, and I shouldn't say newer movie. It's all based on 2000 AD, uh, which at the time was a very futuristic title when it first started. Uh, but was the comic that Dread first appeared in. It's this horrible future landscape. Uh depending on who was publishing it at the time, for a while, DC did their version of Dread for an American audience, all this stuff. It's a but it's no. a
0: British comic though,
1: correct? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And it's it's very British. C- uh it's set in Mega City One, which was British commentary on America. Uh and basically Mega City One is all ran by corporations. The rest of America has been nuked. So everybody has to cram into these this area and they don't have time to let the legal process work anymore. So you have judges, and the judges are cops. They're judge, jury, execution. Right. And that's kind of the plot. Um in the movie, Carl Urban does play dread, and they're basically going up against uh this new drug. Slow-mo.
0: Um, uh,
1: yeah, and that has this huge impact, and they're going mm-hmm. up against a drug kingpin. And that's the movie, and most of the movie takes place in a tower, right? In the uh, yeah, it's
0: a, it's a one location movie for the most, except for that, that really cool action sequence where he's chasing them on the bike th- on the on the highway, the truck But down. I mean,
1: so I'll I'll repeal I will repeal Blade Runner just in case it's a little too private detective-y for you. For this, I don't think
0: it's private detective. I just
1: um. So I'll go do it. I think uh, I, I and one of the reasons I wanted to do. One of these films is to look at a, um, a, a, for lack of a better term, a future cop. And Chad, if you say time cop, I'll punch you in the throat. Uh, but I wanted to look at something about, I you know, can't what, wait what, forever. What does the, the film say about, what the films taught us about commentary on where we think the police force is going? And I think Dredd, uh, even though it is based on, 2000 AD and the Judge Dredd series that followed it. Uh, and 2000 AD, I think, is still running. Um, I, I think there's a lot of commentary there if you read the books, but the movie is a lot of fun. It's interesting. And it's shot in a really cool way. So, yeah. yes. And it's
0: got a great performance from what's your fate from Cersei? <laughs> She's a
1: great actress. Yeah, she and I can't her remember her name. Yeah, so Thurby? Are you talking about Olivia Thurby? Isn't that who plays his uh, his new recruit? No. no, we're talking about the
0: villain, villain Cersei, Cersei from Ball. Not
2: Lena
0: Headey. Lena Headey.
1: Yeah. Lena Headey. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It's I not, said not Lena Headey.
0: Lena <laughs> Headey. Yeah, yeah. No, uh, I think that's that's one of the, that's another. I mean, if you're us, you know it, but it was not a success at all. No. And we saw it in the theater together, right? Yep. Yeah, it was. Um,
1: I think we even sprung for the actual 3D performance of it. Maybe. I don't remember. I think I, so. I, there's a
2: lot of drugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A lot, we, yeah. There's a lot of Yeah. We drinking. drink a lot. Yeah.
1: I don't. Yes, you do. You should. I should. You should. <laughs> now, I, nobody's going to argue that point. Yeah. Look at me, living this life. For As my your hours.
0: attorney, I advise you to buy the cocaine. Now, next. All right.
2: So this is this is my um, obscure movie that kind of flew under the radar. It came out in 2011. The Guard. Um, direct
1: crossing guard
2: <laughs> it's called the guard i've seen the
1: crossing guard
2: um it's uh directed by john michael mcdonough who he, uh, his brother his, his brother is martin mcdonough oh who is
0: one of the best writers working today i know he's also a filmmaker but yeah martin mcdonough I- three bill uh three billboards Billboards out of my um uh, seven psychopaths in bruges oh in bruges what a hilarious
2: movie um and his brother john michael is um just as talented um he does he hasn't done a lot he's only um written like seven or eight movies he's directed six um this one stars brendan gleason don Cheadle and
1: uh liam cunningham what's the Um, other movie um, he did with um that that he did with uh Oh crap Brennan Gleason where Brendan Gleason is a priest Calvary Calvary thank you you're I welcome see, to I've never yet. seen either one of those they're
2: fantastic do you have them no uh no I've, these were rented um the guard but the guard um Gleeson Gleason is just this awful human being who's a cop <laughs> It uh, takes place in Ireland they're trying to uh, stop um an illegal uh, an illegal drug ring. Um, Don Cheadle pl- comes from America. He's 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 trying to help these Irish, and he's and Brendan Gleason's just this Irish cop, hates everyone. He's racist as hell. Um, he's 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 completely dirty, and he's just he's just a smart mouth, and and gives nothing but Don Cheadle crap through the whole movie as they're trying to break the solve this
1: crime. you say? Yeah.
2: <laughs> but it is it is really funny. Um, it is very Irish so there is a lot of thick accents <laughs> So sometimes it's kind of hard Like what the hell are they saying yeah. um, But it is compelling For the hour and 40 minutes that, it, that it's on um, A lot of people don't know it It just kind of flew underneath I don't know it Yeah a lot of people don't It flew under the radar um, I saw a brief advertisement for it Advertisement? A commercial, sorry Whatever you will call it a No tra- you, it a was the way you said advertisement Advertisement <laughs> I can't talk tonight Nor can I, I talk ever Um, but no, it it was actually a trailer. I forget where I saw it, but I was obsessed with finding this movie. And then I didn't even know it came out. And then I found a copy of it on DVD at a, at a video store and rented it. And it was everything that I thought it was going to be. It's amazing. And this, uh, and then John Michael McDonough hasn't done a lot and he should, I don't know why he hasn't.
1: I haven't seen the guard, but I saw the trailer for, um, Calvary when i was at the kentucky and it showed at the kentucky and i wanted to go but it showed the cavalry showed there for a week and Hmm. i missed it and so no i when i saw the trailer for calvary i automatically said a that has to be his brother once i saw the director and b i want to see it and i missed it so 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 the guard i need to add that to the watch list as well yeah
2: everybody should add that to their watch list it is it is a phenomenal movie all right, so here's my last one.
0: Uh, this one is, I think this is an actor that never gets enough credit. We all three feel this way, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. Starring Kurt Russell. I don't think Kurt Russell gets the credit for actually being a good actor. No. I, guess I mean, it? don't get me wrong. Yes, it's Kurt Russell from Tanko and Cash. What were you going to say? Can I Can I guess
1: a film? Yeah, go ahead. Dark Blue? Dark Blue, yeah. Did I steal it from you? No. It, it was it it was it was on my flip list and I cut it. Yeah, dark, I,
0: I I was going back and blue. forth and then I I I I, I had that narc and it was the third one I had a really hard time with. And actually, what I really wanted to say was something completely different, but I'm I just thought it was too easy. Is uh, Dark Blue? Is directed by Ron Shelton. Ron Shelton's really known. For sports films, we talked about him in the last episode. He directed White Men Can't Jump. He directed Tin Cup. He directed Bull Durham, Bull Durham. and Cobb. Right? He made sports films, but Dark Blue is Kurt Russell as an anti-hero, just I'm, like
2: he did in Captain Ron. I actually like Captain I know Ron. I do, and I don't understand it <laughs> because he's great in Captain <laughs> Ron. Ah,
0: oh, Captain Ron. How do you not like Captain Ron? I, he has an eye patch. It's like, that's Snake Ron. <laughs> that's Captain Snake Ron. Anyway, he plays an LA ca- uh, cop. And this, it takes place, I think, right around the 90 riots, right? Yep. He's not necessarily a good guy. And then we find out back together. Well, once we said earlier about another movie, we talk talking about Narc. There's Shades of Gray, and all of them are dirty. Mm-hmm. He's dirty. And he has this great soliloquy at the end where he goes off and basically talks about all of what's going on around him and everything because he's kind of a piece of shit, too. Right. And if you haven't seen Dark Blue, it's one of those lost Kurt Russell performances that I don't think he gets enough credit for. I think another one where he's superb is Miracle, but I think people remember that a little bit more. They don't necessarily remember Dark Blue. Sam wasn't going to spend a long time on it. What are some honorable mentions from you guys? Can I do a few? Yeah,
2: I mean, well, the fourth one on my list that I skipped because, I, you know, it's one of my favorite movies. It's, again, it's another one of my favorite movies of all time, but I wanted to talk about who's the man. Um, and James mentioned it earlier L.A. Confidential.
0: It's a good movie.
2: It's an amazing movie. And um, we just lost um,
0: the director
2: yes. last year. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm blanking on Kurt. Anyway, but no, uh, LA Confidential is great, um, and I'm I'm looking at Joe's honorable mentions. So, uh, oh, also, um, no, um, the other one that I was going to bring up and I didn't because we discussed it in length in our Don DeLuise episode was uh, Loose Cannons. Yeah. So uh, I did not bring that one up.
1: James. Uh, honorable mentions. Uh, I, I, and by the way, these could have easily been my top three as well. Um, the Departed deserves oh. a mention. Or, or Infernal Affairs. Infernal Affairs. Actually, that was I put it side by they're side. They're both great. On my left, right there. Um, the part of the Infernal Affairs, I mean, what that movie does, if if you just read a two-sentence two-sent, uh, description of it, you know, it doesn't seem like it would be as awesome as it yeah. is.
0: and they're both good, um, though.
1: That's another one that I think... I think people thought it was going to be a big action film but it's much more of a thinking piece is copland oh that Uh, is a good movie
0: i actually don't care for copland i find it boring but i think stallone is great in it
1: yeah well and that's what i say i think because stallone i think because of the cast it had at the time people thought you know my father thought oh with this cast things are going to blow up every five minutes Well yeah, that was,
2: at the time that was supposed to have been like that was supposed to be Stallone's next Oscar win Yeah, know.
1: it didn't happen. It didn't happen. But he's really good at he it. Is I just really don't know that it. it's a good movie. Um and then I really think you gotta Let's kinda step James back Mendoza. and think about the movies that have had cultural impact. So Beverly Hills Cop yep. is a franchise. I think obviously it was diminishing returns. But I think Beverly yeah, first Hills Cop- movie holds up. It holds up. It's a phenomenal film. It's an entertaining film. Um, so that was one. And then uh, along with that, I mean, the the movies that make being a cop humorous, the Naked Gun franchise. Yeah, I have movie. it on mine too. And then and Hot Fuzz. Hot Fuzz is hot a good fuzz. one. I don't have Hot Fuzz. It's is a good movie. And it looks at that idea of, I think it's probably <laughs> – more fair portrayals of what most police officers' dates look like. Not, obviously, as played for laughs, but uh, because we do consume it through film, we we are much more expecting of Die Hard. Uh, Which could be be
0: on our list, which is probably the maybe, if not the best, most influential film of the 80s. Yeah.
2: What is more influential influential than Die Hard? There isn't. It's just, uh, in my opinion, with Die Hard, I know he plays a cop. He is a cop. But in my opinion, the only the only cop movie of the Die Hard franchise is Die Hard with a Vengeance.
0: Why? Because he's in New York. He's in being New York, a
2: being a cop. Where in the other ones, he's it's by circumstance that he's. Christy and I had
0: this argument about it earlier on going over. But what about Lethal Weapon? You. Lethal oh, Lethal Weapon? Weapon's a cop movie, yeah. Which once again, diminishing returns. They made a great sequel. It's called Lethal Weapon Two, and then they made two more.
2: I like Lethal Weapon Four. Yeah, Beautiful. bite my ass, I said it. <laughs> that one's the worst. No. Three. That was pretty bad. You're played off. No more. I'm not even no with you no. to no. argue no. with you. The other one um, that we need to talk about is National Lampoons Loaded Weapon One. No, we don't. Yes, we do. No, we don't. <laughs>
1: um actually Quick, I I'm gonna try you to lose him. There's, there's, there's a that film that I laugh at, but there's also the one that we, we should bring up because it has cop in the title. It's Robocop.
0: I was going to end with it. I was waiting well, for you because that was the blank one. Chad can see it my was, notes. Yes, it's a blank. Want to, it said blank because I knew what it was going to do, but I did. I, I, mean, thought,
1: I almost used it as one of my three because I think it gets to a lot of conversations. I think about so
0: too. And it's actually one of my. The
1: idea of security as we privatize, as we think of corporate powers. as we think, I mean,
0: It's as one they, of they, my they, favorite movies that is so much of its time that I still feel you could retell the story. And actually, I think they got about a third to a half of the remake right, about a third of it right, of what you could do with it, that still holds up. Like, it's so much 1988, but it still holds up. Right. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is so much of its time. Yeah, I think RoboCop. Uh, we also have Police Academy. Uh, Dragnet, the the, the movie, yeah. is one of my favorites th- as a kid. I still love it. I still think it's hilarious. And they're, oh god, lethal! We could sit here and talk about movies forever. And the last one you mentioned it earlier, James, would be Touch of Evil. Simply because I'm such an Orson Welles fan. He plays a he plays a bad cop who's a good cop. Yeah. And so if you watch Touch of Evil, the guy that he's wrongfully imprisoned is actually guilty. Yeah. He's tortured him. He's horrible. He's killed people, but there's actually the bad
2: guy. Right
0: he was the guy that blew the people up at the front of the movie if you're watching and it's a throwaway line at the end of it. it goes turns out he was right
1: by the way just because we got called out because evidently craig fell asleep before we got to some of the things.
0: oh yeah i know
1: i know um craig are you still with us buddy okay uh, training day
0: yeah written by david ayers
1: uh end of watch you think
0: uh, it's also a David Iyer screenplay, and only he directed that one. I I, I like the movie. I don't know that it's going to make my list. Once again, a lot of these are in the last thirty years. I was the reason why I wanted to take out Free Freebie and the Bean was to give you something that wasn't. And I thought um, we were both talking. We thought Serpico was a little too much on the nose, which Serpico is yeah, a great movie. Yeah,
1: uh, Serpico. Directed makes by a lot the of great list. late Sidney Lumet. Uh, Serpico makes a lot of lists. Heat makes a lot of lists.
0: He does, uh, but I on, honestly don't know that it's a great movie. And I get a lot of flack for that. Mm, he is um, a very big TV movie with a great big cast and a wonderful director. Nope. He is not uh, a great
1: movie. There's, and I think if you're going it's with not. people who had a big impact um, on the 70s, we talked about an 80s example that had a big you you can't talk about 70s cop films without bringing up Dirty Harry.
0: Yeah, I agree with you totally. Dirty Harry is is another icon, and it's a cop film. But once again, when we're trying to talk about these things, it's kind of the bonehead way is to kind of pick some things that aren't necessarily what people would automatically go to, right? Yep.
2: And I don't want to hear any letters about the fact that we did not talk about the canine buddy cop movies of uh, Turner and Hooch, Canine, and Top Dog. We could do a whole episode on on on
0: dog
1: buddy cop movies. And James's
2: favorite cop movie that he left out, stopper My Mom Will Shoot.
1: No, I was actually going to say, I, I, the hardest one for me to cut out, and it was, uh, I haven't even mentioned yet, but it was such a hard thing not to do. I want to talk about uh, He Walked at Night because of the historical impact and all that stuff, but it was The Untouchables.
0: Yeah, no, The Untouchables is a great movie, and it's on a lot of lists as well. I, list, once again, directed by Brian De Palma, but we could just be here for hours. And we've mm-hmm. already been here for an hour and a half.
1: Yeah. Rush Hour. I mean, Jazz, ready to we're, go. We're going we're gonna to get feedback about Rush Hour out, right? is
0: not a great cop no, movie. Uh, heat no. is. Rush Hour, say it was,
1: somebody's going rush hour to is
0: not. Uh, heat is better than Rush Hour. Uh,
1: seven. So, anyway, there's tons of
0: them. Yeah, seven. Or is that I a wonder- serial killer film? Is there a difference?
1: Well, I was about to say, and that's it. I would argue that um, we didn't bring up Manhunter. We,
0: no, we but bring- that's another Michael Mann movie.
1: And I would argue that, to me, um, Manhunter and any of the Hannibal Lecter films, um, the cops are secondary. They're, Those are serious they're not
2: secondary. cops. They're FBI agents, jerk. Um, We'll talk and about Man- that later.
1: In Manhunter, isn't he a police officer? I don't know. <laughs> no, he's an FBI agent.
2: Ah, burn! Will is
1: an FBI
0: agent. Not that you've got a Thomas Harris fan right around here, but yes, Will is an FBI agent. All right, guys, so... Wow, I'm sorry I let us all down. We're going, it's okay. We're going to do another episode where we actually do our favorite cop shows. So if you see this... Tweet at us, Facebook us, Instagram something. Let
2: us know what yours are. We'll maybe give you. And I'm gonna guarantee you that nobody's gonna pick my first pick.
1: That's so help me. Nobody is doubting
0: yeah, that. With such questionable taste of heat. I know I'm gonna get a lot You're of You're the shit only for that. one who hates heat. I don't hate it. I just person. don't think it's a great movie. Well, you're Are the you only one who has see? that opinion. No, there's a lot of people who have no, that opinion. No, there isn't. Yeah, there's tons of I'm critics. I'm not looking at it you. It actually has... There is a critic who wrote... Was like, he produced a TV movie the same year, the year before, that has the same plot. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, moving right along. Thank you <laughs> all <laughs> so <laughs> much. <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you say, James?
1: I said do-da-do-do-do-do. Do, do, do. Footloose and fancy free. Yeah.
0: <laughs> so, thank you all so much. Tune in. <laughs> Subscribe. Share us on your social media, okay? We need to get some more subscribers. We picked up a few. Here's some things. If you're listening to us on SoundCloud, we're
2: doing really well on SoundCloud, but you're not subscribing. If you could subscribe, that would be great. Also, rank the episodes and leave comments. We would love to hear what you're thinking, mm-hmm. about especially if you're listening to SoundCloud. We want to know what you're thinking. And iTunes, because you have to <laughs> rate us on
0: good. iTunes.
2: Yeah, yeah.
1: That sounds like it's a slam on uh, SoundCloud. What are you thinking? What are you thinking? Of me listening to us on SoundCloud.
2: <laughs> oh, yeah. Hey. You know, what are you trying to yeah, do there? I, I just want to know what people I just want some feedback. What do people think about our show? No. Why? It's just going to hurt our
1: feelings.
0: All right, this has been Bonehead. We are on Tell SoundCloud. Been, what?
1: Tell us which one of you think is the hottest.
2: <laughs> no, don't do that. <laughs> I it, who? Based on what? Yeah. There's
1: nothing here that's yeah.
2: attractive. Yeah, there's there's nothing. There's no physical caterpillar. There's no
1: physical caterpillar among us. Yeah, that's yeah. What listen, listen, there are some people who get by just on their voice. I'm not one of them. I sound yeah, like a bag of cats against the wall.
0: Nope. Alright, thank you so much This has been Bonehead Bye,
2: Bye.